How about that weekend, huh? Let's talk about it, Lego. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, January 24th, 2022, and this is episode number 406. Very on deck. Thank you guys so much for joining me. It is a uh, it is a crazy, crazy weekend of football that we have on tap for us today. Is there like a delay right now? Uh, I'm like super delayed on my view. Am I? Uh, I don't know what's happening here. Hopefully, you guys aren't getting a delay on the stream. Um, everything looks weird for me, though, in my face, so I just won't look at my face. Hey, welcome. What's up, Deckhead community? How you doing? Did you have a good weekend? Did you enjoy the football? I hope so. It was fun. Lots of fun. Uh, we're going to get to it. We got a lot to discuss. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, interesting to get your feedback, your thoughts on the game. I'm looking forward to Titan Hugo coming in and telling us how badass the Titans are. <laughs> See, that's what you get, man. You call me a hater, and then look what happens. Ryan Tannehill shits the absolute bed. Doo-doo all over the place. So we're going to get to it. We got a lot to discuss. I will talk a little UFC 270. Not the whole card, just the main card. After our show on Saturday, a uh, couple of uh, comics and myself went to uh, went to rookies up here in spring and watched the uh, the the final two fights. I want to talk specifically about the main event at UFC 270. But look, we just had maybe the greatest playoff uh, weekend in history in the history of the NFL. Have there ever been four more exciting or interesting games? So we're going to get to all of them. We're going to talk about all of them. We're going to get your opinions on all of them. But we're going to start this show like we always start this show. And that is with the greatest... The greatest decade in the history of the world. You're damn right it is. Let's go. Look at you. Oh, man, I'm so sad for my dude, Andrew Clay. He was so excited. He thought he had it. Cisco beat him to it. Unfortunately, Andrew, I'm sorry, but my guy Cisco is the greatest decade in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. And then after that, it's back to old regular ass Francisco out in high Texas drinking wine and living life. Uh, but hey, man, I appreciate you being in the first in the chat. Thank you for getting here early. Thank you to everybody that gets here early. That's so important to get in here early and like the show. And when you do that, you're the greatest deckhead in the history of the world. That's just my opinion. Who the fuck is that guy? 
Hey, so uh, sorry, Andrew. I'm so sad for you, but uh, you know what? It was a valiant effort, my friend, a valiant effort indeed. Uh, let's get to the rest of the chat so we can get this show going. It's uh, it's early, and I, I look. He's like, am I first? No, oh, you almost had it. I got you a dollar. Uh, but Andrew Clay is here, and it's good to see you, buddy. I hope you're doing well. Joe Pro's in the building. Steven the Weather Guy is here. Philip Bernard is in the building. What's up, homie? I hope you're holding up well. AJB, uh, John Dory is in the building. Uriel Villanueva has showed up into the chat. My sweet, sweet Donna. Richard Vales is here. Who else? Who else? Uh, let's see. Alan Denson. TDP. What's up, fam? Uh, Stephen the Weather Guy. I think I got him. Robert Likes Beer, the King. I got to see the King this weekend. He came out to the comedy show. Him and Mark G and Matt Poche was next door drinking whiskey because he didn't have tickets, and that's okay because it's sold out. And still love you. It's good to see you. Good to see you all. Thank you for coming. Um, Walt, what's up, famo? And Fidel and G-Man, the original super chatter. CC. She says, hello, I love you. I want to tell your, won't you tell me your name? Okay, that got weird. Dandy Dan, what's up, dude? Uh, well, Jen, hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you? Uh, yeah, CC, proud of the Congo block. Alex Villanueva, what up, Playboy? Uh, who else is here? Who else? Uh, House, what's up? Jenny is mom's in the building. We're going to talk about that in just a second. There's a reason she's here lurking and hanging out. Terrence, what's up, fam? Uh, who else? Trying to... Celio, what's up, dude? Celio was in the building this weekend as well. That's the second time he's come to the show, along with Robert, uh, who came last time. So, uh, appreciate you both showing up, man. Let's see. Who else? There's Potch. Yep, there's Matt Poche. Uh, Christy, what's up, girl? Hugh, what's up? Oh, shit, we got a Hugh sighting. What up, fam? Hadn't seen you in a hot-ass minute. Good to have you back on the program, my friend. Cherry, what's up, boo-boo? Love you. Scott Hansel, what's up, famo? Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch. Good to see you. Uh, all right, that's a, I think that's enough. We got we got close enough to the front. Hey, Lisa, I can't forget the real, real. I cannot forget the real, real, or Stephen Luther, or PP Dubs. Okay, that's not enough. Jada, what's up? Jimmy John, and <laughs> B. Hannon. Okay, now that's enough. I think I mentioned everybody's name. No, I didn't. Jesus, what's up? Okay, so um, before we get into this recap, I've got sports headlines, but I, I want to talk about something real quick. First of all, thank you to the to the to the deckheads that came out to the comedy show last night. Uh, very much appreciate or Saturday night. Very much appreciate you guys coming out one and all. Um, also, I just want to take a second and and update you guys on what happened last week. Uh, hey, Stephen Luther, thank you for the follow on uh, on the Twitches, my friend. Very much appreciate that. Um, so last week, as you guys know, I mentioned on Tuesday that one of our own here in the chat, Philip Barnard, uh, lost his significant other that Saturday, a week ago, this past Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, and, and it was abrupt. It was it was uh, devastating for him and the family. And you guys know, man, I, I say it all the time. I don't know what I would do without Nora. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine uh, going through that, going through what Philip went through. So I, I I put out the bat signal as as we tend to do on this show. And I asked you guys if you wanted to. You didn't have to. But I asked you if you wanted to. Uh, we were breaking up a collection plate. Just to help Philip out, you know, he, he, most of the the burial stuff was taken care of or the cremation, but you still got medical bills, you still got regular bills, and uh, it it adds up quickly. And um, I pledge that any money I made last week during the show via super chats, five dollar Fridays or fancy five dollar Fridays, Venmos, PayPal's, whatever it was. I was going to donate that to Philip uh, for him to help with bills or whatever it is that he needed. No questions asked, just 
you know, don't do us dirty, but here's what you need, man. If you need to take it. And uh, Jen also sent out an email to all the members of Patreon and uh, asked, hey, look, one of our own needs us. So if you guys can donate, great. If you can't, we understand that too. This isn't a necessary thing. So that's where we were at. And I said I would update you guys on Monday once we got through the week. And I, uh, I got to tell you, man, you, 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 you guys, you guys have done it again. Here's the update. You guys last week raised $1,550 for one of your own, for one of us. I could not be more proud of you guys. I couldn't be more proud to be a part of this community. Uh, whenever whenever uh, I ask you guys to step up, you do it, and it's amazing. And I, 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 I this, this is... This goes back to us. You understand that, right? Like, I understand you guys pitched in and everybody threw in some dollar amounts. And I mean, even John Westling threw in a hundred bucks while he's out on a, on a cruise ship and shock. And, but you understand that what we build here and what we have here is so, so much bigger than this show and me. And this is, this is a, this is a thing. And then when, when we need help, when one of our own goes through something like losing a loved one, losing a spouse, a significant other. You guys stepped up and uh, I'm just amazed and we're going to make sure that Philip gets it, gets the money. And Jen's already, we already, Jen and I already talked this morning. We're going to be talking again and she's going to be in contact. She's already been in contact with Philip, but we just want to let you know, Philip, we love you, man. We hope this helps a little bit. We know this is never going to um, make things better, uh, but we hope it helps a little bit and we love you, buddy. And we're here for you. And I just, one more time, just want to say thank you guys once again for stepping up and you know we do a lot for other people we do a lot for little rock police department and 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 other charities and 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 beneficiaries and it's nice when we can do something for somebody within our community so i'm proud of you guys and i appreciate you guys and and most of all i love you guys so thank you so much for stepping up it's outstanding uh who rounded up all of vb since me damn it me I rounded up all of VB cents, okay? Well, CC did most of the work, but whenever we got the final total, I was like, no, no, we're just going to round that up. So, uh, yeah, but just amazing. What's up, Shelby? Good to see you, sweetie. So, uh, what's up, Christy? Josh, what's up from Mexico, homie? All right, so <laughs> VB said jerk. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing your shenaniganal games. Shenaniganal? I think I just made up a word. Sh shenan shenanigans. I feel like shenaniganal. Like instrumental shenaniganal. Okay. I feel like I'm just making up shit. Hey, you might see Jenny's mom in the chat. She's usually not here because she doesn't give a shit about y'all or this show. But today, I uh, we kick off Mom Monday. Oh, yeah. Mom Monday starts today. If she can figure out the tech. We didn't have a chance to prep. So if this shit's the bed today, it's, you know. We'll just try again next week. But mom, Jenny is mom's going to be here in the second hour. She's going to show up at 3.15, spend about 10, 15 minutes with us. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Probably get her opinions on football. Uh, she said, you are terrible. Well, let's be honest, Jenny. You hadn't been here in forever. So don't act like you just, you've been lurking in the chat. You don't even know what lurking means in uh, internet parlance. So mom Monday starts today. What's up, Ronald? Don't go, don't be cozy enough to my mom now. Uh, just kidding. This should be fun. It should be interesting. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, you guys, I guess, like my mom. So I was like, eh, why not? Why not have her on the show? So here we go. Uh, should be a good time. She's, 
She's raring and ready to go. Let's just hope she can figure out the tech side of things. Hey, if you're following on uh, or if you watch it on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe. If you're watching on Twitch, make sure you hit follow. I appreciate that. One more time, I'm going to let you guys know we will be moving off of the YouTube platform. By March 1st, we are going to be 100% on Twitch. This show will not exist live anymore on YouTube. So I highly recommend highly recommend if you have not created a twitch account you want to follow the program and be involved and still enjoy it go ahead and hop on over to twitch and create account make sure you follow the program and you can catch it live now i will be uploading the show after the fact but man it takes some time to get up there it's usually like seven eight o'clock at night so um it will be online on youtube but it's going to be later and you won't be able to watch live uh and i don't know that the chat replay will be there either so if you can you can if not I understand, but this is uh, for the long-term growth of this show. We're going to have to make this move to Twitch and it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. Another Russian demon. I don't know what the hell these, these goddamn Russian bots get in here. And thank you CC for timing them out. I appreciate that. All right, let's get to it. Let's go. Let's uh, let's start with your uh, sports headlines for the day. And then we're going to get into this NFL football. So here are your sports headlines for the day. In case you didn't know, in case you weren't paying attention, Jonathan Gannon's getting a second interview with the Houston Texans. They are enamored with the young DC out of Philly. And uh, he seems to have moved up pretty quickly on the list. So you, you heard other names, and this is, of course, par for the course here in Houston and around the NFL, really. You're going to hear a bunch of speculation and a bunch of names, but what we do know is Jonathan Gannon has picked up a second interview with the Texans, so I guess they seemed impressed with him. Now, uh, I don't know if this means that they're not going to go out and get Brian Flores or if they're not going to go out and uh, get Josh McCown. God, they better not go get Josh McCown. I you know, they looked at a thousand different Patriots coaches and former coaches. I, they, you know, they dug up the actual Patriot. Remember the guy on the helmet that was snapping the football? They found him and actually interviewed him. You know what I'm talking about, right? The guy, the, yeah, they literally got everybody. Uh, they, they went out and got uh, Steve, uh, what's, what was, uh, Tony East, Steve Asias? What was the name? Of the quarterback that went up against the Bears in 86? Who was that? Patriots. Who was that? Patriots, Bears, 86. It's too late now. The joke is way over. Uh, Yeah. Screw that joke. We've moved on. We're on to the next headline. Dan Quinn reportedly a favor for the Broncos head coaching job. And um, that shouldn't surprise you. We've talked about it a couple of times on this program. The Broncos seem pretty interested in him. A lot of people soured on Dan Quinn after his stint in Atlanta, but you got to remember he did get him to a Super Bowl and he did get him out to a 28 to three lead. And he, he did blow that lead. So all of that needs to be taken into account when you're hiring Dan Quinn. But look, I ask you Texans fans, would you, here's a, here's a, here's a, would you rather, okay. Would you rather never get to a Super Bowl? Or would you rather blow a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl? What would you uh what would you what do you prefer? What would you uh oh yeah, there you go. Eason, that's right. <laughs> what would you rather have? I'm curious, chat. What say you? Would you rather never your team never make it to a Super Bowl? Ever. Ever. Like you might get to AFC championship games, you might get to Whatever. But you never make it to a Super Bowl. Or 
you make it to a Super Bowl and blow a 28-3 lead and lose, and then maybe that's it. So, so we've got a lot of people that would just rather get to the Super Bowl and blow the lead. Okay. Do you know how much more heartbreaking that would be, though? I think as a Houston sports fan, I have resigned myself to the fact that I don't I'm used to not winning, not seeing teams win. So it's it's okay that we I mean, the Oilers never no football team in this city has ever made a Super Bowl. We're okay. It would be so embarrassing. Do you understand the 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 the, the laughing stock that Atlanta Falcons fans are? You can't look at the Falcons or look at Tom Brady and think not think 28 to 3. I mean, that's just that goes down in history. It hurts. I don't know that I would want to be mocked like that every time my team took the field. There are there are memes there are on this days in history. I don't know. A lot of you guys would rather just get there. Look at you. Demata would Josh Fernandez would Donna said, blow the 28-3 lead is still being made fun of. Yeah. Atlanta had been to a Super Bowl before. Uh, that's fine. That's not the point. Um, Shelby said, never go. Blow the lead. You blow one Super Bowl, but you can go back and win. That's not part of the thing. No, you get one You get one of the two. You never go to a Super Bowl in franchise history, or you go once and blow a 28-3 lead. That's it. Don't try to change the rules, Tony. This ain't Tony on deck. Stand down, handsome. People are afraid of heartbreak. I think they are. Uh, Josh said it's going to happen. Let, let's go ahead. Uh, let's G ahead and get it out of the way. Okay. Okay. Don said that means that uh, at least there is a team with hope. Well, I mean, I guess. You guys are really gluttons for punishment. Disappointment. Kind of surprising. What's up, Charles? Uh, Alex said, would you like to go to a Super Bowl and then come up a yard short? <laughs> Sorry, Titan Hugo. Is Titan Hugo here? I ain't even seen that raggedy son bitch yet. Is he over in the... Oh, he's not on Podbean. Imagine that. Titan Hugo didn't show up. He didn't show up to the... All that yipping and a yapping last week. All that Titan's gonna roll. Titans gonna t- 17 touchdowns. Titans, Titans, Titans. They're Henry. They're Henry. I'm looking over here on Podbean. I had to refresh the page. Sounds better. Christopher Mina's over there. Nick Gamboa said Super Bowl on Podbean. Uh, yeah, no Titan. You go over there talking shit. But we do have uh, six people, five people over there listening on Podbean right now. So thank you guys for being over there and listening live to the show on Twitch. We've got uh, 27 folk rocking with us and 42 on YouTube. Look at us. We roll it. Titan Hugo is snuggling with Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Oh, ouch. Yeesh. Oof. All right, let's get back to the headlines so that we can start talking about this uh, football weekend, uh, literally the best weekend of football that I can remember at least. Uh, Matt Rule interested in the Michigan job if John Harbaugh decides to leave for the NFL. I mean, I bet he is. Isn't it funny that uh, the mighty fall and resurrect themselves? And he's going to be right back up on the, the top of the college football football world uh, is Matt Rule. But he said he'd take the Michi- Michigan job. Grace Allen received a one-game suspension for a fra- fra- flagrant foul on Alex Caruso that caused him to miss – is going to cause him to miss six to eight weeks with a what, fractured wrist, broken wrist. So Grace Allen's still a D-bag. For real, for real, I know a lot of you don't care about uh, 
uh, men's college basketball or women's college or college basketball. At least I'm including myself in that. But uh, Auburn Tigers, number one for the first time in history in the AP men's top 25 basketball call. And lastly, uh, Steph Curry hit a buzzer beater. They said it was his first buzzer beater. He's hit game winners before, but never at the buzzer, which is surprising to me. But yeah, Steph Curry hits a buzzer beater to give Warriors the, the win over the Rockets. I think the good news, the takeaway from this, folks, is the Rockets were ended against one of the better teams in basketball. Now, they have been struggling without Draymond Green. Don't get it twisted, which is kind of weird. Cause, But yeah, as a whole, that, that team has been rolling this year. Uh, Clay, they got Clay back, and and we'll see what they do. But that's a that's a that's a tough loss, but a but a but a character builder for your Houston Rockets. Uh, give Hugo a break, Truman. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. Why would I do that? Why would I give Hugo a break? All that yipping he did. No, I'm not. You gets no breaks if you talks all the shits. That's not happening. What's up, Neb six zero one? Thanks for being on Podbean. Appreciate you over there. All right guess there's nothing to it but to do it let's start talking some uh some football and let's start with those tennessee titans and these cincinnati my cincinnati Bengals. go go who day who day who day think them beat them Bengals? who day who day oh my god all the saints fans are losing their shit uh okay, so I got to watch the there was the only, the only game I really didn't get to watch watch was Niners Green Bay. So I, I that was during the comedy show. So I will have little to no actual factual input on that. It'll be uh it'll be you know more box score analysis and uh just general discussion of Aaron Rodgers and what he get, what happens next. I mean I do know based on all reports that uh oh, we'll get to it. Um so Bengals Titans was interesting and boring and great all at the same time, if that makes any sense. Bengals win 19-16, to 16, by the way. Kicking off what would end up becoming uh, nail-biting last-second wins in every single one of the divisional games this past weekend, and this would be the first one. And this is crazy because Joe Burrow gets a lot of love and got a lot of love, but he was not the man. He was not the guy. In this game, the man, the guy, Evan McPherson, four for four in field goals, one of one in extra points. Dude was uh, scored 13 points of the 19 points that the Bengals put up. He almost outscored the Titans by himself. Kicked a 54-yarder, just big leg Evan out here, just putting balls through bars. That sounded weird. Yeah, but that is your uh that is your I guess MVP of the uh of the game in my opinion it is. If you want to look at the box score which we can and we will uh significantly today we'll be taking ganders at the box score. Um Don't get me wrong. Joe Burrow 20 to 37 348 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. That's a good day at the office. That's uh that's a good day at the office. But no touchdowns is is telling. And I don't think you can, you know, I'm not discounting what the, what the guy did, but I don't think you can be like, oh, he's the great, look at, look what he did. And no, look, he still, he still did nothing through the air other than, you know, significant yardage wise. And give credit to the Titans defense too, right? Tannehill was awful. 
We can we can we can all agree on that. Three interceptions. Not a good day at the office for him. Yeah, Wallace, we're going to get to that in just a second, too. But the sacks, my goodness. My goodness. Uh, let's just start with, I mean, with the game itself, like you said, you mentioned the nine sacks. The, the, the Bengals, it was kind of like watching the Bucks and, and, and Tom Brady having no time. I mean, Joe Burrow just under duress the entire day. 65 yards rushing was all they mustered. Um, at the end of the day, though, again, all they had to do was get in the field goal range because Deontay Foreman, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, these guys just couldn't get off. That, that, that Bengals defense was stifling. D.J. Reader, former Texan, had himself, a, he had him one. He had himself a hell of a game up front. And there were times when you would hear D.J. Reader's name call, but there were other times when you wouldn't necessarily hear his name call, but he still had a significant impact on the game up front, down in the trenches, getting dirty. And uh, I, I, you got to like what you saw from Cincinnati, but I don't think that that gives me the hope that they have what it's going to take to beat the Chiefs and advance to the Super Bowl, especially if they can't protect Joe Burrow against that Titans front four. If that front four is nasty, don't get me wrong. Or that front seven, I should say. But nine sacks in a playoff game, you just can't have that. So that's the bad news. The good news is, is their field goal kicker didn't miss. Uh, and McPherson was the man. And so uh, you look at some of the numbers from the rest of the squad. Jamar Chase, five catches, 109 yards. No touchdowns. Literally no touchdowns through the air. You had Joe Mixon get the one. He had 14 carries, averaged almost four yards a carry. So that's that's decent. You'll take that. But there's your stat line right there. There's your guy. And uh, this early on, uh, just the, the nine. It was nine to six in the first half, and you thought, "Oof, this is gonna be this is gonna be ugly." Um, Titans just didn't have enough. Derrick Henry never really got going. You never really saw Derrick Henry. Uh, and 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 I I kind of warned you that we talked about that last week. That look, they said he's hundred percent. He's t- taking a you know taking um, shots in practice, and he's ready for contact. He's gonna be fine. And they didn't have they didn't hesitate giving the ball to him. I don't know. Again, you got to give credit to DJ Reader and that Bengals front four, that front seven, I should say. They they did their job. They bottled up Derrick Henry. And there were there were times when you watched him get hit where you were like, oh, snap. Like these these fellas are out there hitting. It's rare that you see Derrick Henry get gobbled up like he did on several of those runs. Usually it's he'll bounce around and Bengals were physical at the point of attack. Physical. At the point of attack, they were not scared of of Derrick Henry in that run game of the Titans. And I mean, 140 yards is a lot, but it's also not when you consider everything else. They, they did a good job. Ryan Tannehill, obviously, with the turnovers, that's a problem. Can't turn the ball over three times in the playoffs and expect to win. But you also can't score 19 points and only one touchdown if you're the Bengals and think you're going to win and give up nine sacks. So a a great game, but an ugly game, right? Like a fun, interesting, exciting finish, but not the cleanest played game, if we're being honest. Just my opinion. So I'm curious what you guys think. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Joe Pro. I mean, I knew J-Row was going to like it. DJ Reader. Yeah, that's one of his clients. I know you was feeling good for your mans. Uh, first play of the game was the INT. Yeah. First play of the game. And he had two more of them. You, again, it doesn't even matter if it's a tip drill or bad read or 
receiver runs the wrong route. You just can't have three interceptions in a playoff game and expect to win. Even if you get nine sacks, even if you hold the team to four field goals and one touchdown, you just got to do better. I mean, it's not like they weren't in it. Obviously, it ends on a field goal with no time left on the clock, but got to put yourself in a better position, man. And if you're Mike Vrabel, if you're Mike Vrabel, I think you seriously have to consider moving on from Ryan Tannehill, right? Ryan Tannehill, to me, you've got Derrick Henry. You've got a great defense, but you've really got to consider getting better at the position. That doesn't mean that Ryan Tannehill isn't manageable and good, but he kind of gets exposed a little bit in games like this where you're going to go up against the upper echelon of the AFC, and Ryan Tannehill is not considered one of those guys. And losing Derrick Henry was was a problem mostly because he just didn't get the game reps. And they were like, oh, excuse me. Well, at least he's rested and, and, and all that. Well, great. What'd that do for him? I mean, he had, what, 20 carries for 62 yards? He averaged three yards a carry. If, 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 if Dante, Deontay Foreman doesn't bust off that 45-yard run, they have less than 100 yards. They have 95 yards rushing. Not a good day at the office for the Titans on the ground. Not a good day at the office. Let's see what some of the chat is saying. Let's see what you guys think of it. Uh, A.J. Brown catch was a thing of beauty. Man, A.J. Brown. I, I was thinking about this. The Titans kind of did the, have done the opposite of every other team in the NFL. Everybody wants to get fast. Everybody's, everybody sees the Chiefs and thinks, ah, we got to get fast. We got to be, you know, fast. I don't think the Titans decided that. The Titans were like, let's just get big and strong. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Let's just get big, massive, and mean. And they are. And A.J. Brown's a beast. Just not enough. Uh, Can't wait for General Mills to win the NFC South the next 15 years. (laughs) Please stop that. Please please stop that. That's that's silly talk. Uh, What's up, Valley Grower? Uh, Walt said game went as I predicted, but I had no clue Vrabel would cripple the team by not taking points when they were available. Lost by three and he passed on four shaking my head. Uh, chiefs defense sucks. Joey B about to let it fly. I wouldn't say that the chiefs defense sucks. Tyron Matthew not being there, uh, had a lot to do with it. A whole lot to do with it. They're just also lucky that the bills defense just had a, and, Huge brain fart and collapse. Chiefs defense isn't great. They got a lot better down the stretch. But you also got to remember, you're going to be playing the best offenses the further you go in the playoffs too. So it's not going to get easier. That's for sure. Uh, Best part of giving up nine sacks is is not giving up nine turnovers. Okay. Ronald said, update MLB and the Players Association uh, meet again tomorrow. The pace is officially picked up. That's good. That is good to hear, Ronald. Thank you for the update. Uh, Bengals 8-1 to one to win Super Bowl looks tempting. What? I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that. Of the four teams left, uh, well, yeah, I certainly don't think they're one of the two best teams. And we'll get to it. Ryan T. isn't worth the cap hit. Rabel might lose coach of the year. Nope. That's, that's decided during the regular season has nothing to do with they don't they, The voting is done based on the regular season. I don't think that they include postseason in the, in their voting. Those are regular season awards. 
Yes, thank you, J-Row. Hit that like button. Uh, it wants San Francisco, Cincinnati bet-wise. Okay. Cincy O-line needs to be better. Uh, I would agree with that. Got Cincy at plus 1,300. I mean, that's decent. 8-1 to one is longest odds. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Okay, cool. I think, I think we're caught up here. Here we go. Reader and Foreman. It's like they came out of nowhere. I was noticing that you listen, you listen to the play call. You, you listen to these, to these playoff games and you hear how many former Texans names appeared in the playoffs, right? You hear DJ readers name get called. You hear Tyron Matthews name get called JJ Watt and D hop. Although he didn't play Deontay Foreman and Zach Cunningham's now with the Titans and you just think, damn, there's a lot of good Texans in the pl- former Texans in the playoffs. Boy, if only they could have got their shit together and I don't know, used them. Yeah, that hurts. Every time you hear one of their names, it really hurts. And I, trust me when I tell you, nobody's watching the Texans and hear a former name and go, boy, we sure missed that guy because they haven't been that team. They haven't been that team at all. Nobody's like, well, I miss Tyrod. You think of Raven fans? Like, man, every time I hear Tyrod Taylor's name get called during a Texas game, I think, what if? Nope. That ain't happening. Yeah, Justin Reed will be next. Um, Since he had the easiest path to the AFC championship game, the two best in the AFC played last night. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate, too. Yeah, those were that was without a doubt uh, the two best teams in the AFC, and we're not going to get to see that title game. So that sucks. Uh, what time is it? Two forty-two. All right, let's do. Let's get one more game in for sure. We'll review one more. Don't forget at three fifteen, Jenny's mom's going to join the program. I think they gave up too much to move Tunsil again, to be honest with you. And then they just re-signed him, and the cap hit would be just way too big. I don't. I don't think that'll be the case. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if Justin Reed is gone. Though I, I maybe Casario says, okay, at some point we got to stop hemorrhaging talent and start rebuilding. So you keep some of those cats around. Still looking on Podbean for Titan Hugo. I got nothing, nothing. I don't see, I don't see Titan Hugo over there at all. Nope, don't see him. Uh, by the way, just a reminder, real quick, if you're watching on Twitch, go ahead and hit that, uh, hit that follow button. It's super free, like super free, like it's free, free. Also, it's free to subscribe on YouTube. And, and I know we're moving off YouTube live eventually, but you're still going to want to be subscribed. Not only will I be uploading the show and highlights from the show in case you missed it on Twitch, didn't get to watch that day, you'll get to see those highlights. But I also upload the Barry on Sports segments and some other stuff that I have planned. So still worth subscribing to the YouTube channel, but definitely go click follow on the Twitch channel so you can hang out with us every single day. All right, next one up. Uh, what the hell? What the hell, boys? Uh, all right, headlines are done. Phillip is done. Bengals is done. Let's get after it. The other Saturday game, this is the one I didn't get to see. And <sighs> Niners Packers, it, it, I still don't believe in the Niners. But I still think they're better than the Bengals. I, I, I think that the, the Bengals are probably the worst team left, but I think these Niners are the second worst team left. And when I say worst, if you're one of the best four teams in football, you're really not that bad, but you can't have 
four number ones, right? Uh, so if I had to rank the teams remaining, I think I'd have Bengals four, Niners three. Now, I mean, big win on the road in Green Bay, in the snow, in the cold. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, it couldn't have set up any better. Excuse me, not a COVID cough. It couldn't have set up any better for the Packers. And all they could muster was 10 points against that Niners defense. That Niners defense is stout. It's legit. And Debo Samuels is legit. He is the Tyreek Hill of the NFC. I mean, he's not fast, but he's just so fun to watch. Well, he's not as fast. But anytime he gets the ball, he could he could take it to the house. He's electric. He's fun. He's exciting. He's entertaining. I think the Niners need more weapons, but boy, when you got one like that, you're in good shape. And uh, sadly, second game, just as exciting as a, fi- a finish. I didn't watch. I mean, look, let's be honest. Niners got a little lucky in this one, right? I, I know I was told by, uh, I think it was Mark G or Celio or uh, somebody at the comedy show was like, bro, you missed it. I think it was Celio that said it. Niners get a, a punt block return for a touchdown. A rarity in most games and at most times. And you still got to give credit where credit is due. But if they don't get that, they're not in this game. This game is 10 to 6. And we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers and what does he do next. And we're not talking about the Niners advancing. But they it happened. And you can't take it away. But it's not like the Niners were playing like gangbusters. Um, and, you know, obviously the, the, the temperatures factor into it. But again, when your kicker is your MVP of the game, Robbie Gould goes two for two. Uh, seven points, hit a 45-yarder. And I, I'd, love to, I'd love to go into the box score and, and find a, a, a better, a more deserving just doesn't exist like I don't there's not a not for the Niners not for the winning team yeah Green Bay special teams boy yeah it had to be Celio wasn't me okay gotcha Mark Scooty boy what's up he said Aaron Rodgers forgot to consult Joe Rogan before that game I saw a meme where somebody said that uh Jimmy Garoppolo is now Aaron Rodgers most hated Italian he he replaced Dr. Fauci Yo, the freaking internet went insane after the Packers lost. Oh my God. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers had to turn his phone off. He was just like, what? Oh, I no, I can't. No, no, I can't. I wonder if he's going to do the Pat McAfee show today. He probably will. He probably will. But my goodness, man. It did not go well for him. And... The internet, of course, doesn't relent. But there's your, uh, there's your MVP. Now look, I got the, I got the, what the hell? I had, I had the box score up for you guys to, uh, here we go. Here's the box score. Let's just take a look. This is, this is your, this is your box score. Garoppolo goes 11 for 19 for 131 yards and an interception. Dude's QBR was 11.9. And you think, good Lord, that's horrible. But you're talking about the league's MVP had a 19.4. And I get it. I get it. The weather played a factor. It was cold. But don't sleep on those defenses as well. That Niners defense is good. It's not great, but it's good. 
And you can talk all day about the the the, the Niners are one dimensional in offense. It's Debo Samuel or it's nothing. But George Kittle, cool. He had four catches, six to three yards, no touchdowns. You still got Jimmy Garoppolo getting him the ball. But that's Aaron Rodgers. That's Devontae Adams. That's that's the Packers offense did absolutely nothing. Credit to that Niners defense stepping up big. Uh, nasty down in the trenches, just like the Bengals were. Bengals, Bengals, whatever. Jimmy G is handsome. And that's not a stat. That's not a category. You can't lead the league in handsome, Tony. And I know if you could, you would. But you cannot lead the league in handsome. I'm sorry. Can't lead the league in chest hair. Just, you gotta, gotta put some points on the board. So, there's your box score. 106 yards rushing for the Niners. Uh, 67 yards rushing for the Packers on 20 carries. That is awful. That is so bad. So, so bad. Rodgers only throws for 225 yards. So, I mean, 131 yards receiving for the Niners. Again, an ugly game. And if it wasn't for the finish, let's be honest. If it wasn't for the finish... You're not seeing the talking heads on Twitter saying that this was the greatest weekend of playoff football in history. And it really was. When you get four game winners and four buzzer beaters and all that stuff, whatever you want to call it, today was, or this weekend was probably the greatest NFL playoff weekend in the history of the league. It really was. But if that, if, if that, if 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 uh, Robbie Gould misses that kick and, and and it's tied and they just go and whatever like it just wasn't a pretty game I guess like I like I said it was not the one that I invested all my time in but not a not a great football game block punt made it fun game winning field goal made it fun but that's about it Uh what are you guys saying porn star Jimmy is the big okay. Jimmy G sure can. He can know, Donna. Handsome is not a statistic. Jimmy G does lead the league in handsome, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. He's not a bad-looking guy at all. That's fine. It's fine. I get it. I'd hit it. Okay, I would. I'd smash. Uh, Saints fan told y'all Packers were trash first game of the season. All right. Lisa said, remember on Friday when I said the 49ers beat the Cowboys in the playoffs, they beat the Packers. It's just science. You're right. You're right. You're right. Asymmetric has money on Brady and Cup for MVP. Okay. It's definitely not going to be Cup. Definitely not. Brady's probably pretty good value. But Cup? I don't know what you put on it. I don't know what odds you got, but it seems like a long shot either way. We'll talk about long shots. I... I didn't call my shot in UFC 270, but pointed it out uh, only to see it come to fruition. So we'll talk about that. Who leads the league in hot wives? Me. Yeah, your boy. Your boy leads the league in hot wives. I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to get brownie points, folks. I'm just trying to. Uh, And that's why your team will always lose, Sean. Damn, damn. Sean said, watching the Packers and Brady lose made my dreams come true. Add in the Cowboys losing, and this has been awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Did someone say Jimmy's? Uh-oh, y'all. Somebody check on CC's basement, please. It's probably flooded. 
So that was the least exciting, least fun game of the three. So I guess if I was going to miss one, I missed the right one. You know what I mean? I missed the right one. Still got a game winner. Got a got a got a got a last second field goal out of it. Now the the like I said, the internet would just not leave Aaron Rodgers alone, and he is now zero and four. Zero and four versus the Niners in the playoffs is Aaron Rodgers. He lost to him in two thousand and twelve. 2013, 2020, and 2022. You feel like, though, like going into this game, Aaron Rodgers was in the locker room being like, guys, relax. I'm not losing to the Niners four times in a row in the playoffs. I mean, I'm the MVP this year. Come on. And then they got back into the locker room after the game. And he was just like, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Those referees were cheating. I don't, the snow, I got snow mines. It's been burned. I don't think that was snow. It was like acid. I don't know what happened. It was, man. Uh, it's good times. Um, Scooty Boy said Mahomes leads the league in annoying and childish family. Bro, we're going to talk about that. Oh, we're for sure going to talk about it. Oh, my God. Um, We own the Packers. We. Okay. Hey, what's up, Landon? Good to see you, buddy. Landon said, long time no see. I've been working nights recently. Well, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. Anytime anybody stops in that hadn't been here in a while, we we very much appreciate it. So thank you for being here, Landon. I don't know if you know this, but we're moving the show to Twitch eventually. So make sure you go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on Deck. I don't have the the things loaded yet, but go over there, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on Deck. Make sure you uh, you sign up and follow. That's where we'll be from now on, all right? I bet she sleeps with him. With who? What are you talking about? What does that even mean, Tony? Tech people are dirty. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like IT people for a second. You meant Texas tech people. Okay, yeah, they don't have a great reputation. But that's okay. We're going to be judgy. Anything else from the box score standout? All right, so we've got two games in the books that we've discussed, recapped, looked at. Uh, We've got a lot more to get to, a lot more show. I'm going to take a break here. Laminator 5000 got a pulse on the next NFL games. No, but here's what I'll do. I will make a note here. I'll do a Laminator 5000 just for the championship games. If I have time. Not like I don't have enough shit to do. For the NFC, AFC games we'll see what it comes up with we'll see what it says what we'll do i'll i'll enhance it a little bit because normally i just use regular season statistical analysis and we'll incorporate we'll incorporate the postseason as well and see what that does for us what's up total dallas thank you hey clute patron clute patron uh clute to clute thank you for the follow Oh, I probably messed that up, but I appreciate it. Total Dallas, thank you for being like number 36. Travis Kelsey's wife. Is Travis Kelsey's wife hot? Is that? Don't make me Google this, CeCe. Let's see. Travis. Now I'm that guy. 
It's so creepy. I remember when I was relevant, <laughs> uh, back on on the radio. Like if you typed in my name, the like one of the the first search terms was Barry Labanac's wife. Is that still a thing? That's second. That's so creepy to me. Y'all out here just looking up my wife. It's Barry Labanac comedian Barry Labanac wife. Creeps. No one's out there searching for Barry Labanac net worth. Really? Barry Labanac handsome? It's not a Barry Labanac huge. Okay. Uh oh yeah, she's she's hot. Yeah. Uh oh, there was an error. Please try again. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's wife is cutie patootie. That is for sure. So yeah. Good job, Cece. Good call on that. All right, let's get to a quick break. We got to get to a break. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to get a refill on the old Diet Coke. We're going to get you the weather because it could be nasty and ugly this week, and I want you to be prepared for it. So our resident weather guy, Stephen Uzi Vert, the weatherman, uh, has done their forecast for you. So that'll be during the break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this Rams-Bucks game, and then we're going to talk about the game, one of the greatest football games I've ever watched in my lifetime. Uh, and that would be when the Texans beat the Cowboys in their first game of this. No, we're going to talk uh, Bills uh, Chiefs, obviously. Uh, we'll talk a little UFC 270 as well. Just want to discuss that. And I've got some other stuff if we need it. Also at 315, going to be joined by Jenny's mom for Mom Monday here on Barry on Deck. So stick around. Plenty more fun time, good time, hilarity show to go. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanac. Don't go anywhere. I know some of you raggedy bitches like to leave during the break. Just let me pee and get a Coke and... We can come back and keep this party going. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanac. Peace. Hey, Deckhead. Steven Music, a.k.a. Steven the Weather Guy, here with your BiffNet forecast update. Well, we're starting off the week a bit rainy today. Uh, temperatures are going to top out in the mid-50s with some rain pretty much all day. Kind of a... A slow and steady rain, nothing too heavy, but just kind of a gray, wet day. Uh, after that, the sun's going to come out on Tuesday. Temperatures going to come up to about 63 to 65 degrees. Um, and then clouds are going to come back in pretty much the rest of the week until the weekend. Temperatures are going to be in the mid-50s all week. It's going to be kind of a gray, grayish week. Uh, lows are going to be in the mid to low 40s. And then by the weekend, there's another chance of rain coming back into the forecast. Uh, temperatures will be rising up into the 60s, probably the mid-60s by Sunday. So stick around after the break or go fuck yourself.
episode number two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, as you heard, little Uzi tell you, you can go have sex with your own person. Ban the van. What are we banning? What happened? Oh, you better not log out, Total Dallas. Who are we banning? What, what do we... What are we banning? What's happening? Did I miss something? Okay, no worries. Uh, real quick, before we get into hour number two, I would like to take a, take a second, please. I would like to take a second and wish this man on your screen a very happy birthday, you guys. It's my favorite Texas Ranger hitter and outfielder of all time, Juan Gonzalez. Oh, my God. I forgot to watch the shot glass. Holy shit, look how dirty this thing is. I am not shooting out of that. Look at the funk. Hold on, Juan. What not? You know what? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Juan. I'm doing it for you, Juan. I'm going to shoot this nasty ass. Well, I'm going to shoot this delicious fireball out of this disgusting I'm doing this for you, fam, okay? Can we all get our shot glasses and our... <sighs> oh, my God. I can't believe I'm doing this. Look at that. I'm using this... Na- look how dirty this thing is. Look at look how dirty this... I'm going to shoot out of this, you guys. What? Oh, this is disgusting. I can't believe I'm doing this for you, Juan. It's because I love you, Juan. And I think you had one of the prettiest swings in all of baseball back in the day. But you guys, take a second and wish Juan... A very happy birthday, Juan. Hope you have a great day, man. I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Cheers, buddy. Happy birthdays to you. Oh, I'm pretty sure I just got cancer. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure something just really bad is going to happen. Oh, the germaphobe in me is just, oh, my God. All right, I got to clean the shot glass. The things to do list over there. Uh, all right, it was hour number two. We are rolling it. What does that happen, boys? Cece just had a stroke. You going to lick the toilet bowl next? No, no, I'm not. Look, look at Total Dallas. Happy birthday from your biggest Rangers fan, Mr. Gonzalez. I love me watching Juan Gonzalez swing. That's why I, that's why I like watching Yuli Guriel swing because his swing reminds me of Juan Gonzalez. Go back and put them side by side. Very similar. Barry, you know where the best grilled chicken salad comes from? Yup. Dan's. What? Did you just become a producer, Alex? Thank you, buddy. Let me tell the people about Dan's Seafood and Wings. Folks, if you're looking for the best seafood in the city of Houston, look, if you're watching somewhere around the country, I feel sorry for you, son. I got 99 problems getting good seafood ain't one. Dan's Seafood and Wings, the best. I mean, hands down, the best seafood in the city of Houston. And it's all made fresh, all delicious. Two locations for you for Dan's Seafood and Wings. One on the southwest side at 3991 South Gesner. One on the northeast side at 18 Uvalde Road. And whether it's the bold spicy shrimp, the low main, everything you see in between, you got the pictures of the snow crab legs, which are amazeballs. Uh, it's it's all good, and you're going to love it. Cece took her brother there. He's now a fan. Everyone that's gone to dance has absolutely loved it. I think you will, too. Hell, even Jenny's mom, who's in the chat, going to be on the show today. Went, and she was like, oh, the salad is so fresh and crisp and delicious. What? First of all, Jenny, calm down. Okay, it's a salad. 
But she said it was good. I'll take her word for it. I'm not I'm not wasting precious stomach space with with the salad at dance. I'm, I'm saving that for the shrimp po' boy is what I had in French fries. And look, the wings are good. Amos can vouch for those. I'm telling you right now, Dan's Seafood and Wings, man, if it's not in your rotation, you need to do so. J-Ro, who was in the chat earlier, said it's his new wing go-to. Uh, you're going to love it. Give it a shot. It's Dan's Seafood and Wings. Whatever you do, folks, make sure you put some Dan's in your mouth. All right. Oh, the snow crab legs. I know. I like snow crab legs. I'll just be honest. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for a little meat, which also sounds like my sex life. Okay. All right, let's get to this other game here. Let's see. We got uh, got Niners Packers out of the way. Let's roll to the next one here. Up next, uh, Rams Bucks. And this is one that I actually, because it was on Sunday and well, I actually didn't work a lot this weekend. I mean, after Saturday, I had comedy and stuff to do, but I actually just kind of sat on the couch and didn't do anything but watch football on Sunday, and it was needed, and it was fun, and boy, I couldn't have had two better games to relax and watch than uh, Rams, uh, Bucks, and Bills Chiefs. So this one, boy, that's a fun-ass game to watch, wasn't it? Was anybody did uh, tell the truth, chat? Tell the tell honest to God's truth. I'm gonna just a show of hands, a hand emoji. If you really thought that Tom Brady was not gonna bring the Bucks back, I mean, that, not, I know they didn't win, but did you really think? Oh man, there's no way he gets them back in this. I mean, we saw him down 28 to three in the Super Bowl and he came back and went. But did you think that the way that he was under pressure the entire day? His, his timing was off. The offensive line wasn't able to hold up. Who really believed in your heart of hearts? And don't lie to me. I'll find out. I'll, I'll hook everybody up to a Twitch light. I've got the, I've got the Twitch add-in. It's a lie detector. It basically lets me know if you're lying or not. Who really and truly believed that Tom, Tomathan Brady was going to bring them back? Put a hand in the chat. Just a little, uh, little hand emoji. Charles is a liar. I can just tell. Uh, Mark said, I didn't see the Bucks losing. Kind of surprising, really. Yeah. Very surprising. I thought he was going to do it. Shelby's a liar. Twitch is down. No, Matt, Twitch is not down because Shelby's over there. Yeah, I'm looking at Twitch. Valley Grower just put a hand up in Twitch. What are you talking about, Matt? Twitch is down. Scram, beat it, kid. Look at that. There's a Twitch one right there. You see the little Twitch logo on the bottom right? Yeah, it's just you. What an idiot. Just kidding. Uh, Tony says, Twitch is fine, just like me. Because <laughs> I'm Tony the Handsome. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, a lot of you were believing in, in Tomathan. I get it. I like it. I really was like, oh, this has got to be it, right? He's no, I mean, all day long. Von Miller and Aaron Donald were in his face. If they weren't knocking him on the ground, look, let's be honest. Let's start with the let's start with the Rams played bully ball. That's what the Rams did. They went in there and they didn't they literally busted him in the mouth. Von Miller literally busted Tom Brady in the mouth and Tom got bloody and he was like nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And then he screamed at the at the ref and the ref was like, I don't think so, pal. You're not going to spit screaming Tom Brady blood in my face while you're pouting about not getting a call. 15 yard unsportsmanlike and 
It was not going the Bucks' way at all. And it had everything to do with the fact that that Bucks O-line could not handle the pass rush that, that uh, Aaron Donald and Von Miller were providing. It, it was just literally unstoppable. Yet somehow, Tom Brady slowly figures it out. One That big bomb to Mike Evans, and you were like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Unbelievable, and it only took one. It only took one. Uh, you know, and and look, and and uh, asymmetric wrist say pressure up the middle does it to a non-mobile quarterback. But Brady's so slick in the pocket. I mean, you could go back and watch that game, and for a while, you felt like he was out of rhythm. He was pretty statuesque, and that's why his arm was getting hit a lot. But later on, when they also. I want to say this. I'm a little scattered on this because I, I did watch and take copious amounts of notes. So when that happens, I have lots of thoughts on the game. But the fact that you saw Brady, they finally went to a hurry up at the end of the first half. And then in the third and fourth quarter, they kind of had to. They were playing from behind and they started running that up-tempo offense, which is right in Brady's wheelhouse. And when that started happening, it kind of kept the defense on their heels just a skosh. They were unable to get fresh bodies in. And that really played to their advantage. And they mentioned it on the broadcast, and I'm very surprised that they didn't go to that sooner. But Brady did a great job later in the game moving around in the pocket. And, and you know, he's not going to run. But you saw him step up more in the pocket. You saw him moving laterally in the pocket and avoiding the pressure from the edges that Von Miller and Aaron Donald were providing. So it was just a, a night and day difference. And it's not like the line ever got better. It's not like the line ever held up. They just, Tom moved around a little bit more. They did on occasion. There was like, there was like two plays. Hey, yo, so smoking gutter. Thank you for the follow on uh, Twitch, my friend. But it was like, there was two plays where you saw and you were like, okay, the line really gave him some time there. And when, you know, when that happens, Tom's going to do some pretty great things. But Tom did that despite his O-line. And the defense played well at times. Uh, just some big collapses at the end. I mean, you let you let Matthew Stafford look like Tom Brady in the playoffs. And I get they got Cooper Cup, and they got a hell of a run game, and they got a hell of a defense. And that's, you know, the Rams, though, had some miscues on defense as well. So, um, but the big thing is just Brady had no time. And if I pull out my, where the hell did my notes go? Actually, you know what? My notepad for this game was actually Twitter. You go to my, uh, I was doing it from the Barry on Deck Twitter account. And, uh, oh, good for good for Kiki. I just saw a tweet where she said, I am happy right now. Oh, she just posted our, uh, or what's it called? We did a podcast together. Um, Where's my thread? Here we go. Here's some notes for you. Bucks defense looks lost. Shooting themselves in the foot over and over. Rams have Brady under pressure almost every throw. Offense has a nice rhythm to it. That was early in the game. That was early. Uh, also, you just knew once they saw blood on Brady's lip, that was going to be the end of it. We were just going to see nonstop close-ups of Tom Brady's bloody lip. That's just, oh, this is compelling TV. No, it just looks like he's got a fever blister like two-thirds of Americans. Uh, I did fall asleep for a while. <laughs> um Let's see. Rams are playing bully ball. That was one of the things I did notice. And I, I mentioned it earlier, but the Rams, you know what they remember the Jalen, was it Ramsey? No, it was uh, Eric Weddle 
his hit on Mike Evans where he got called for a, a um, unsportsmanlike conduct, unnecessary roughness, but it was after the play, and the the Bucks really thought they were going to get a first down based off of that, but it was after an incomplete pass on fourth down. So since it was after the fact, they just moved the ball back 15 yards and gave the Rams the ball again. But the point was, and in my mind, they specifically they did this on purpose, but the Rams went out and said, we're not scared of you. You're not going to intimidate us. In fact, we may tiptoe the line of being dirty. We may tiptoe the line of violating certain ethical rules of the NFL, but we're going to bust you in the mouth and we're going to frustrate you and we're going to, to knock you on your ass as much as we can. And if we got to get a couple of flags in the process, so be it. But you're going to know we're here. So I look Jesse Payton's like, you busy? Yeah. Right in the middle of my goddamn show, Jesse. Um, but so I, that I think was the Rams MO. Just go on, punch them in the mouth. Let's just see what happens. And again, we go down to last second kick. And uh, once again, your show, your excuse me, your game MVP, Matt Gay. Three of four from field goal range, 40 yards was as long as he had missed one from earlier from 47. So it's not like he had a great day. Do you know what? He made the one that counted, went three for three for extra points, 12 points total. And uh, yeah, Matt Gay, uh, in my estimation, at least in, in my eyes, game MVP. Let me pull up the box score here. Let's take a, let's take a gander at that. Let's go scenes. Here we go. Box score. Matthew Stafford, 28 of 38, 366 yards, two touchdowns. That's a pretty good day at the office. No interceptions. Surprisingly low QBR. I'm not sure why. But man, look at that. A QBR of 14 from Tom Brady. 30 of 54, 329 yards, a touchdown and an INT. Fournette runs for 51 yards. Brady, no yards. That's a problem. That, that's a real problem. With as much pressure as the Rams got on Tom Brady and as disruptive as they were in that past game. And, 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 and yeah, I know Ramsey got burned a couple of times, but he also held his own against Mike Evans at times. And, you know, you take on that responsibility and you're not going to win every battle. It only takes one. It only takes one double move with a tiny little push off. Not nothing illegal that was warranted where an offensive PI should have been called, but just a little bit of separation, which they allow, a little hand fighting. Can turn the tide of a game just like that. And, you know, but he still held up. They, they, at the end of the day, they still win. Rams rushed for 73 yards. Cam Akers early looked elusive, looked good. And then, and then, uh, Cooper Cup, nine catches, 183 yards, had that 70 yard bomb on a busted coverage. Bucks once again busting coverages against uh, the Rams. But that's 70-yarder, you know, look, if you look at Stafford's day, he still probably throws for close to 300 yards without it. So a good day by Matthew Stafford. A great day by the Rams defense, even though the Bucs put up 27. Because, look, by the time you get around to the third and fourth quarter, now it's desperation point time. And if you're the Bucs and you can, or if you're the Rams and all you need is three points to hang on and win and beat the Bucs and advance to the NFC title game, you'll take that and you know that your defense did its job. And quite frankly, so did the offense. Good game. Great game. Lots of fun. 
unbelievably fun. Thoughts on the game from the chat. Let's see. Tampa won the turnover game. Okay. That was a lack of effort by Ramsey on the bomb. Did y'all see what the Rams are trying to do with ticket sales for next week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a problem. The Niners are buying up all the tickets at L.A. No, but I didn't see what they're doing. What are they doing, Terrence? Let me know in the in the chat what they're doing to counteract that. Did you see how slowly the umpire got there after Stafford? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CC, sorry, didn't mean to think it was directed at you. I was waiting. Okay. Uh, let's see. 315, don't make mom wait. Listen, I got this, fam. Okay? I got this. Tampa won the turnover game. AB was sweating, though. Yeah. You know, you know Antonio Brown didn't want the Bucks to win that game. You know that. Kickers missed a 47-yard field goal short. The fix was in. No, no. The fix was not in. There was no fix. There was no fixing. Akers definitely had the over in that game. Okay. Uh, that was a journey, Barry. I don't know what that was for. The Rams tried to give them give the game away. Stafford fumbled on the Bucks field goal range in that final drive. He's lucky he got it back. True that. True that. Dominican Sue making a big play. Uh, got to get credit to the Bucks defense too, even though they blew it at the end because they caused four fumbles. Listen, like I said, it was a good ass game. There was you know a good defense played in the first half by the Rams. And they offensively they played great. And then the second half, the Bucks defense stepped up and so did the offense. So it was literally like a tell of two halves. Ram, uh, Bucks scored three points in the first half, 20 to three at halftime. Rams scored 10 points in the second half. Bucks put up 24. So literally the tell of two halves offensively and defensively for both teams. But the Rams had just enough, just enough to get the job done. One thing I didn't mention that I, I had made the, uh, did I mention this? What McPherson said during the Bengals game, by the way, and then I'm going to bring in Jenny, his mom. Uh, but during the, I forgot to mention this because all the kickers are getting all the love, but this was the Bengals rookie kicker, Evan McPherson. And uh, they were like, all right, game's on the line. He's walking out there. He goes, well, boys, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game. And he walked out there and kicked the field goal. Man, you got to love that kind of swag from a kicker, right? You got to absolutely love it. All right. It is time. The moment you have all been waiting for. Uh, what the hell happened to my background? Hold on, Jenny. Let me let me set up the background here. I gotta I gotta make this look pretty. I can't be having my mom on here with no no raggedy ass background. It's not. We'll do that. Uh, get my overlays going. There we go. Now we're ready, Jenny. Are you ready? Give me a thumbs up. She just gave me the finger. You guys, that's not okay. That's not all right. All right, joining me right now on the program. She just gave me the finger for no reason. I did not. Hi, hey. hi, dickheads. This is Jenny, his mom, you guys. This is a new segment on Barry on Deck. My mother is going to be joining us every Monday around 3.15 when she can. She's a busy woman. She's a, she's a highfalutin, high society kind of gal out there doing stuff. Working. and uh, Huh? Working. I'm working. Yeah, you're too old to be working. You should be retired. I and know. Traveling the world. Why are you still working? Don't you have a rich son to take care of you? you. No. What was your net worth again? Two gift cards? (laughs) Is that what somebody said? It was worth two gift cards? Shit, I wish. How much? How much? Well, actually, it's two two gift cards and two cats. Oh. 
you know, that's pretty good. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about the cats. I don't know how much they're worth, but uh, well, listen. Hey. Yeah. I want to say before we get started okay. to everybody, who who donated the tickets I won to the U of H game? Do you remember? Uh, that was from Jeremy Branham and U of H. They donated directly. So, Oh, man, I am so excited about that. And my question is, son, are you going to the game with me? Oh, you're trying to put oh, me on the good. spot. You're trying to put me on the spot. I'm right? putting you on the you're spot right now. Spot. This kids are going to back me up. You should go with your mother to that game. And just oh, to let you know. Yeah, we should definitely go and get COVID for a goddamn March basketball game. I'll let you wear your mask. Hey, I've you got your shirt. Me? Look at I got me. your shirt already. No, I'm not wearing that shirt, Jenny. I'm yes, a, I'm, you are. No, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear. Uh, no, I'm not. Look. Robinson. That's the last game of the season. Is it it's really? Important. That is like yes, the last is. game of the season? For them. Well, not not before the playoffs, but guess what? They went what? up to number seven in the AP polls today. Oh, well, somebody did their homework. Um, hey, I'm following my Cougars, okay? Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, people get mad at me, Mom, because I always make fun of the Cougars, but then I always tell them, that's your alma mater. That's, you know... <laughs> Hey, the Cougars have a fantastic basketball history. Mm -hmm. Just ask me. Oh, no, I remember going to the uh, Cadillac Bar and Grill and uh, yes. looking at all the sand on the shuffleboard while you watched Patrick Ewing destroy uh, the Cougars. Um, yeah, I remember that. I still, I still remember that moment. You know, U of H, just, the, the fans just voted for their uh, number one starting all-time starting team. Guess who was on it? Come on. Okay, okay. That, I, I got this. This is easy. Okay, okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, obviously, Clyde and Dream. Absolutely. Uh, going to add uh, Cadillac Anderson. Nope. Shit. Uh, I'm going to go. On. I'm going to go with. Uh, Frank, UCLA, U of A. Franklin Simmons. He's an old white guy from the 30s. <laughs> no. Come on. Thank you, UCLA game of the century. Um. Huh. Oh, oh, Elvin Hayes. Yeah. The big A. The okay. big A. Okay. Okay. That's uh, three. <laughs> Joe Pro just sent a $5 super chat and said, this is for Jenny's mom's appearance fee. Yeah. I got to, <laughs> I got to pay her in time served. It's like prison. I got to go hang That's out right. with her. That's how I pay her. You're not everywhere. getting out of this. Who's the last oh. two? Uh, all right. Then I'm going to go with, uh, that light skinned kid that just, just, just left. Uh, psh, I don't no. know who mom. No. Who? Yeah. Otis Birdsong. Remember Otis Birdsong? I mean, I remember him. I didn't know he was a cougar. I thought he was from like oh, Orlando or some shit. And Rob Williams. That Rob was Williams. I love his yeah. music. He's Robin Williams. Rob, I loved his comedy too. <laughs> Robin Williams was a great comedian and a basketball player. Hey, yeah, last name Williams. What can I say? Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, mm -hmm. speaking of the big A, okay. uh, I met him one time at, uh, at a Rocket game. He is a really nice fella. I have my picture taken with him, and I was telling him about how I remembered watching him in that UCLA-Houston game in 1968. That was before you were even a twinkle in your dad's eye. Yeah, before but, your dad uh, had sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I, I, don't think, I don't think I ever thanked you for that. I just wanted to say thanks for banging dad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nine months before May 29th. I appreciate y'all doing there it. There you go. It was, but I remember watching it. All we had was a black and white. Do well, you remember what y'all were doing? I mean, I know what y'all were doing when I was conceived, but do you remember where it was? 
if you say the back yeah. of a Winnebago or some shit like that, did you ever have sex in the car with dad, mom? Did you ever in the car with dad ever? I feel like that dad would be the one that would be like, I ain't doing that. My goddamn back hurts. <laughs> shit. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> By the way, my parents are divorced, guys, if you don't know. So yeah. they got, yeah. He's, she, a, he's your dad. He's a great guy. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to reveal all our past secrets. Okay, that's fine. Well, let's get back to Elvin Hayes. Uh, did, if Elvin Hayes would have hit on you, would you have accepted? Ooh. I was really Did you just hesitate? Is Paul at the house? Your husband? Is he there? I lost him. I locked him out of the study. He's oh, did you? Here. Okay. Let's say Paul. <laughs> anyway. I, I appreciate Paul, but I don't think Paul is hanging with Big Eve. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's that's why they call him Big Eve. Eve. It's else. not because he's tall. All right. That's... Yeah. I think a lot of people forget. You know, hey, listen to this stat. U of H has the 10th most appearances in the Final Four of all schools in history. Bet you didn't know that. I no, I didn't, and you know why? Because no one cares about the ten hey. most appearances. You know who cares well, about that? You I know they have one one They really have <laughs> nothing else to hold on to. That's well, that's all you have is like, well, you know, we've got the tenth most uh, appearances in, hey. in a field of sixty four. When Samson you, Samson is going to take us there, he's you doing just a watch. great job. He's doing a great. He job. He is. I mean, look, look at the guys that are out. They're they're top well, scoring. I, I, I hate I hate to take over my show from you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no one gives a shit about U of H basketball right now. I want your thoughts on on the. Did you watch any football this weekend? All you, four games. It was the best divisional playoff games in a weekend I have ever seen. And I I watched the first Super Bowl, so I've been watching a lot of friggin' good games. Good Lord, how old are you? I'm just kidding. Oh, 50 or 51. 51 I can't yeah, remember. Oh, like, that's yeah. your age. Excuse me. <laughs> I know. What? Excuse me, I'm not 51, Jenny. What are you talking about? Okay, maybe how dare you? You don't know how old I am, do you? Hold on, you don't know how old I am. Yes, I do. You don't know how old I am. I see 22. Hey, chat. Hey, chat. Jenny doesn't know how old I am. She don't look. She's doing math. She's pausing. She's just like, You're crazy to carry the one. How old am I, mom? No, how old am I? 45. Oh, my god. 48? I'm 47, mom! <laughs> I know you how old birthed me is. out of your body! You're supposed to remember that! I do, and believe me, it was the hardest birth in history. How could I forget that day? It was, a long, it was, it was, it was You did yeoman's type work, Jenny. You did. It was like 36 <laughs> hours, right? 36 hours in labor? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. tough. I don't know if you were worth it, but yeah. What no, I mean, hell? you were. I'm, what the hell? No, you were, honey. You were. If you go to the U of H game with me. No, no, I'm not going now. You don't even know how old I am. You said I was 46 <laughs> and 48. You just danced all around. It. I'm not going to the game with you. You're out of your You're damn 47, life. 47, and you'll be 48 on May 29th, and I will never forget your birthday again. So again, let's get that uh, over yeah. with. Let's, uh, we got two minutes left, but next week, uh, join us on Monday at 315 when Jenny, his mom, tells you why she forgot my 16th birthday. 
Well, I was busy. <laughs> yeah, you were busy out there trying to, to hang out with Elvin Hayes, hang, I, banging basketball players. Look at Tony. Tony said, count the chin rings to get Barry's age. Hey, you kiss my raggedy fat ass, Tony. <laughs> Dirty oh, bastard, well, how dare you say good. that in front of my mom? Okay, last trivia question. Let's see how good you are on sports. Oh, my God. Do I, okay, Daddy? can I just hold on? Let me just say real quick. Guys, I just want to point out, none of this was planned. All right? I literally was like, hey, mom, you want to just join me on the show and shoot the shit for 15 minutes a week? She was like, yeah, that'd be great. And then she shows up, and she's done fucking prep work, excuse my language, and she's got uh, trivia questions. When did you take well, over this show? Okay. Well, it just it got me to thinking when you were talking about NFL uh, and the great football weekend. Yeah. Who played in the first Super Bowl? The first Super Bowl was um, was Fred Flintstone and the uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Was it the, the Jackets show? It, it, it had to have been the Packers or something. Yes. Yeah, and the Jets. No. Nope. I don't know. Mom, Kansas I don't City. Know. Kansas City. Okay. Hey, you can say what you want about the Packers. They won the first two Super Bowls. Which, again, no one cares about now. That's that cowboy fan mentality. No one gives a shit oh, about... Oh, don't what? you dare accuse me of being a cowboy fan. Yeah, see, you're going to upset the chat. There's a lot of cowboy fans. What are you going to do when the deckheads start calling oh, you names? Oh, sorry. I take that back. Oh, no. It's too late now, chat. Get her. Get her. Oh, Hold on. Before you okay. go... No, no. Before you go, since you're, you know, since we're, we're here and we're talking and okay, where did this go? I I wanted to show the people I need to have a, see, so I want to have a good background for you, mom, when you, when you come on the show, cause I, oh, I have dear. this, I have this one background, you know what I mean? And it's just like, eh, so I was thinking, uh, um, so you're saying you're not prepared for me. No, I'm, I mean, I'm look, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying actually. Um, <laughs> What would you think if this, where's it go? Dad gummit. Here we go. This, this should be our, our, our background, Jenny. Okay. Now, okay, let me see it. all right, hold on. I got to save it. This it's a whole damn production trying to do this. All right. This isn't as easy as it looks. Uh, let me go to the show here. And then we're going to talk about the last game. Let's see. Here it goes. So this should be, this should be the show background, right? Don't you think so? Oh, that should weren't be the, you adorable? Look you at you! So look at you! Let's talk about you for a second, Jenny. That was my Farrah Fawcett haircut. That was your what? Farrah Fawcett haircut. Is that was that I a thing? Farrah Fawcett wore her hair. Everybody no. had that haircut. I just want to know why you're smoking in front of your son like that. Oh, I used to smoke with you in the car. Yeah, I know, and it's surprised that my lungs aren't stunted by now. <laughs> This look used to blow it in my face as punishment. She would when hey, I was you didn't bad. Know me better, okay. Hey, you're alive. You're well. You're 44. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I got. I got. I got. What is that? What is the uh, CPO? What is it? COP. Yeah. No CPOD or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got. I got. All right. That. You had a question. For me before that. I go. What no, was this it? was it. Can we make this oh, a background? I like yeah. that. That's okay. our background. Well, y'all, okay. that is Jenny is mom. And uh, this is our new segment, uh, Mom Mondays. Jenny is mom. Thanks well, for doing this, mom. This was great. Yeah. Brush up on your basketball before we come back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get off, get off my show. I love you. Bye.
Hi, love you too. Alright, that is Jenny's mom. That's gonna be a new segment on the show until she gets sick of my shit or I get sick of her shit, and then we won't do it anymore. But uh yeah, there you go. Is Barry ever prepared? Okay. You can go have sex with yourself, sir. You can uh, absolutely uh do it with yourself. Hot glitch lit. What? What does that mean, chairman of the board? Where did your mom keep that bowl when she was done with your haircut? Okay, so here's the deal. Like, if I'm going to bring my mom on the show, and you think I'm going to let you make mom jokes and not get banned from the program? No, that's not how this is going to work. If you make mom jokes about my mom, first of all, see me in person so I can fuck you up. Second of all, no, you're definitely getting banned by me. I don't need mods to do any of that. I, I got this. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna be making mom jokes, you fucking asshole. Where are we going? Here we go. That's not how that's gonna work. So bye. You're you're gone. You're done. Banned. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm sir I'm not I'm not you guys it's 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 crazy enough to bring mom on the show. I'm not gonna let you talk shit about her. Fuck out of here. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. All right. Back to the program. That was fun, though. Jenny's crazy. Mom's is crazy. Uh, she's a crazy woman. She's awesome. So I like that she was prepared. I wasn't expecting that. I certainly wasn't prepared for her to be prepared. But I guess, like you said, one of us had to be. Uh, all right. Uh, this is the last game we need to discuss. Quite possibly one of the best football games I've ever watched. It occurred last night. <sighs> you guys watched it. You guys watched it. Yes, Perry, it's going to be every week with Jenny as mom. That is, you know, like I said, until it runs its course, those those types of things can get old. I mean, she's awesome. I love her. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll judge it if it starts feeling like, yeah, this isn't working. And I already told her that. And she was like, yeah, of course. So yeah, we'll do it for a while. Um, but boy, this game, amazing. Amazing. I literally, the entire game, you just thought, all right, you had one of the best defenses in football in Buffalo Bills. One of the biggest comeback defenses after starting off horribly and then putting together an, a, a remarkable run in the regular season of allowing less than 10 points. So we it, it, kind of surprising that you get a, a score in, in the 70s. You get 78 points total. Fact of the matter is, these were two of the best quarterbacks, young quarterbacks in football. I mean, the two best right now is probably Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. But Josh Allen let everybody know he belongs in the conversation. I'm going to ask Shock about that tomorrow on Sports Riot Live. But listen, th this, is, this is what you want. And now, unfortunately, we got this in the divisional round. But this is the kind of football you want to see in the playoffs. This is what it's supposed to be like. Just unfortunate that it happened in the divisional round. But I'm going to tell you right now, man. <clears throat> I feel like Patrick Mahomes had a bit of a chip on his shoulder. You felt like he had something to prove. When you look at the box score for this game, 
He literally did everything. He literally, uh, where's where's my where's the box score at here? Let's see. So he had here. Well, I put this together too. So thirty three of forty four, three hundred seventy eight yards passing. He added another sixty nine yards on the ground. Sixty nine. I like. He was the leading rusher for the Chiefs. Did anybody even comprehend that? He was the leading rusher for the Chiefs. Seven carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Busted off a run of 34, which was the longest, uh, including Miko Hardman and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, a 123 rating. Picked apart a defense over and over. The last two or three minutes of this game, it took 13 seconds. To get down the field and score 13 sec, two passes to get into field goal range. First of all, Travis Kelsey, no reason to allow him to not be doubled, but then you got to pick your poison. What are you going to do with Tyreek Hill? You just rush one shit. I don't know. It's crazy, man. Tyreek Hill is a video game with feet. Tony the Handsome said Allen and Mahomes had a knack for extending plays. They really do. That's the crazy thing. Um, yeah. Mark G said, Barry said it would be crazy if all the favorites lost. Almost happened. It almost happened. But Mahomes puts up ungodly numbers. And like I said, let's not, let's not discount what Josh Allen did either. Because he went 27 to 37 for 329 yards and four touchdowns. And that was kind of after a ho-hum first half. He also led his team in rushing. 11 carries for 68 yards. I mean, these two performances were damn near identical. Mahomes threw for more yards. Allen threw for more touchdowns. They basically rushed for the same amount of yards. Mahomes had a touchdown. I'm just unbelievably fun football game. Now the Chiefs had some issues with Tyron Matthew being out. You wonder how much different this game would be having their center fielder and a leader on that defense, especially in the secondary, if he was in the game, but he gets he he's gone early and they hang on. And he was in concussion protocols. So keep your eye on that going into the AFC championship game. Is he going to be available? I just I wouldn't even know where to begin to describe this football game if you didn't watch it. I I just don't know what to tell you. Find a replay and sit down and watch it. I got it recorded on Fubo. I might watch it again tonight just because it was that good. It was that fun. And I will say this. A lot of lot is being made about, about the overtime rules. Zoom out. A lot is being made. You know the rules going in, they are what they are, and this is, I feel like casual fans sometimes will bitch and complain about the overtime rules. Alex Villanueva said NFL should let them play an actual full quarter in overtime, but that <clears throat> that's that was voted on by the players too. So I, I want to be clear here, these decisions weren't just made by the NFL. The players have some say in this too, and the players don't want to play a full quarter if they don't have to. Now what I do think they should do is I think every team should have an opportunity to get the ball if they didn't get it first. 
the fact that's that's to me that's the problem with NFL overtime rules. It's not that we need a full quarter. But when you get into the playoffs, and if you, even if you just want to do it in the playoffs, regular season, first team to score wins, whatever, fine. I don't give a shit. But when you get a game like this, a meaningful game like this in the playoffs, I think you have to adjust the rules in the postseason versus the regular season. And I think what you have to do is say, look, these teams have earned the right to try to advance. We shouldn't be not giving everyone an opportunity. College rules, right? Both teams get it on the 25, except what I would do, both teams get it on the opposite 25. And then at a certain point, you got to go for two and all that shit. And I, but I, I just, the fact that Josh Allen never got to take a snap in the overtime is a travesty for the game and for the fans. And that's what it's all about. How fun would that have been? What's up, Fade? Thank you. Fade, oh, Faded. I'm a dumbass. Fade. Thank you, Faded. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate you, buddy. The fact that, that Josh Allen never got to go out and take a snap and get his chance when he absolutely should have. There was no reason for him not to. I mean, literally, that game was decided on a coin flip. And I know that the, the defenders give up the touchdown and the, the Chiefs had to go out and score the touchdown. I, I get all that. But Josh Allen never gets to put his helmet on in an overtime after that kind of game. Something wrong with that in the playoffs. So I, I think they should move to something to where both teams get the ball. You know, not this first first touchdown wins bullshit. If you go out and you kick a field goal, then the other team gets the ball and scores a touchdown. Guess what? You lost. You should have scored a touchdown. If you got a punt and they kick a field goal, guess what? You lost. That, but I, I, at least the offense deserves to have a ball. Both offenses deserve to have the ball in an overtime game. And that's the problem, Mark. It was a severely disappointing. And it's not because I'm a Chiefs hater. I, I, I like the Chiefs, but I'm about done with the Chiefs. I'm not going to lie. After this year, I don't need to see the Chiefs anymore in title games for a few years. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's great. Going to supplant Rodgers and Brady as the best quarterback in football, although he's got now Allen and probably Justin Herbert and potentially Joey Burrow breathing down his neck soon. It's a young crop of quarterbacks coming. But why can't they both have the ball? What's it, It's the playoffs, for God's sakes. We're not talking about week three where you're playing the, the Lions. Who gives a shit? But in the playoffs, when you've got the eight best teams left, everybody should get a chance to score. So that's that's the, that needs to be addressed. Uh, but there are a lot of Chiefs haters out there that are. Uh, <laughs> did you do that in your gym, Mora? Playoffs. There are a lot of Chiefs haters out there though that are like, oh, you know, man, you got to respect the game. Tyreek Hill is ridiculous. In space, unbelievable. Unbelievable what that dude does with the football. So. Uh, CeCe said two OTs and if they're still tied, five PKs. I just think you may, I think after, after each team scores a touchdown, if that's the case, then you got to start going for two. And if you're still tied, yeah, then you got to kick a 50-yarder. 
or some shit like that. I mean, just something. But yeah, to have it in like that, that sucks. That really sucks. And Josh Allen, Josh Allen, classy and defeat. Um, uh, 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 Patrick Mahomes, classy and victory. His family, his his girlfriend and his brother. Oh my God! Could they please go away? Did you see their shenanigans and bullshit? I don't. I don't need to see them. Could y'all please just? You're. There's nothing worse than famously adjacent people. And that's all they are. Because Patrick Mahomes' brother, I don't even know his name. But he will lead you to believe that he has done something special in his life. And I'm sure he's a talented at something. But, bro, you're living solely off your brother's greatness. And it's disgusting. Disgusting. Hey, there's chicks out there spraying champagne. I don't know why I did that. Just <sighs> Cooper Mahomes. Bro, Cooper Manning is palpable. This dude is not Cooper. Don't, no, no, no. His fiance thinks she's the star. Yeah, I know. It's awful, Shelby. Awful. Yeah, that's all Coattails Mahomes. That's right. Be handed. His brother's the worst. Jackson is his name. CCA is his game. What is CCA? What's that? Did y'all see that stupid ass TikTok video he did? Jackass Mahomes. So now we're looking at. We should be looking at Chiefs Bills again. But we're not. We got Chiefs Bengals. And uh, uh, Niners Rams. So I was close. Because I said, boy, wouldn't a Bills Rams Super Bowl be crazy? Bills have every right to get a shot at it. But it won't. This is probably going to be Chiefs Rams Super Bowl, which I'm I'm okay. That's good. You you got probably two of the best players in football, one offensive, one defensive, and Aaron Donald and Patrick Mahomes going to be playing in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'm calling it now. Chiefs Rams. Being said, Bengals Chiefs was a great game earlier this season too. Okay. Bengals beat them. Yeah, but that was back when the Chiefs were a different football team at the time. <laughs> Rob from So Smoking Gooders tells that I didn't want to see the I did want to see the Bills lose another Super Bowl. I wonder if Bills fans kind of think like that. If they're like, you know what? We're good. We're good. Yeah, we it's fine if you lost now. It's better than losing in the Super Bowl again. No, it was week 17. Oh, was it? Oh. Oh. Well, back when it didn't matter for the Chiefs. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I lost respect for Jackson since the Sean Taylor incident. Oh, yeah, when he did his stupid-ass TikTok video on his number. That game is our modern Pats Colts. Good call, Faded. Good call. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I don't look. Here's the problem with a weekend like we just had. Is this going to be really hard for the AFC and NFC championship games to live up to the four football games we just watched on Saturday and Sunday? I don't expect it. I don't think you should expect it. I think we can probably, in my I don't think that the Chiefs-Bengals will be a route. But if you watch what the Chiefs just did against the Bills, I just don't see Joe Burrow 
and the Bengals being able to sustain that level of offense for four quarters against the Chiefs. Because that's the thing. Chiefs defense, let's just assume they're not uh, up to the task. You still have to outscore the Chiefs offense. And you just saw even Josh Allen and the Bills couldn't do that. You just can't stop them. When Patrick Mahomes is in the kind of zone he was in, you're not going to stop them. And that's a scary proposition. We might be looking at another Chiefs Super Bowl. The Rams can get after you, though, on defense, so that's going to be interesting. Well, you know, and I'm not getting ahead of myself here. We'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah, that was a hell of a game, man. Just looking at these box scores. 182 yards rushing by the Chiefs, 109 yards rushing by the Bills. And the crazy thing, I was looking at this. I mean, the Bills have talent. Don't get me wrong. Josh Allen is is a uh, is a franchise level quarterback in every sense of the word. But you kind of go up and down this receiving core when you look over here and you see Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and you look in the backfield and you see uh, uh, Clyde Evers Hilaire and Miko Hardman, and you you come over here and you and you look and I mean Singletary's all right, right? He's okay. He's he's good. He's not. I mean, Devin Singletary isn't, I mean, not that Miko Harmon and Clyde Edwards Hilaire are either, but the point that I, I wanted to make here, when you look at the receiving court, I mean, Beasley's not, a, he's a, he's a dude. Davis kind of came out of nowhere for me. Gabriel Davis, maybe I just hadn't been paying attention. What was weird, it, 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 unless I missed it, what happened to Stefan Diggs in this game? That's what was weird. Outside of a great tackle that he had on a fan running on the field. But, I mean, it was kind of a pedestrian-type performance. You know, three catches for seven yards. Did I, did, I, did I miss it? I mean, I was drinking. I'm not going to lie. I started drinking during the game, and I probably drank a third of a bottle of Crown. So, I was... It's possible I missed some things. I wasn't, I was watching football, but I wasn't taking notes like I did in the Bucks game. So, but yeah, you look at this and you think, oh man, uh, talent wise, Cincinnati's much more talented offensively, at least. But, uh, yeah. Mom said you drink. Yeah. Jenny. I, yeah, of course I drink. What are you talking about? I do shots on this show every day. In fact, next Monday, we're doing shots together, Mom. That's it. We're doing shots. Uh, Rob said, focus on digs, allow Davis to get open. That Yeah, that very well could be the case. Maybe that was a, a pick your poison thing, right, Rob? Good point. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Casey's, especially after Tyron Matthew goes down, maybe their thing is, look, we're just anyone but Stefan Diggs. We'll let anyone beat us. And Davis did. But yeah. Uh, B. Hannon said week 15 against the Chiefs Burrow was 30 of 39 for 450 yards and four touchdowns. Okay. Got it. Doesn't have anything to do with what's about to happen next week, though. Just keep that in mind. I'm not saying that they're not going to win. I mean, I am actually. I'm saying they're not going to win. 
I'm not you you're not going to be able to convince me based off of a regular season game in week 15 that what we just saw these two teams do I mean if you saw I mean you watched it be Hannon you watch how the Chiefs just played the Bills and how the Bengals played the Titans not the same it was not the same at all honestly you think the Bills are hanging with the I mean you think the Bengals are hanging with the Bills like that no. Uh-uh. And you think that the Chiefs might struggle a little bit like the Bengals did with the Titans? No. The problem is, is there's no answer for Patrick Mahomes. When he is locked in, like I said, you have best defense in the NFL, and the Bills did. That ain't going to matter. Because it absolutely ain't going to matter. <laughs> Faded calling a shot. Joey B going to upset him. Watch. Chase is going to blow him up. Listen, man, Jamar Chase. Ain't nobody believing in Jamar Chase like Jamar Chase. Nobody. That You can say what you I can say what I want about the Cincinnati Bengals. And I mean, look, I'm excited about this team. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, man, that's a fun team to watch. That's the future right there. They are what we thought the Browns would be this year, right? If you're in Ohio, you all thought that the Browns was going to be what the Bengals are. But you can't watch that Chiefs team and be like, oof, shit. But I'll say this about the Bengals. They do not lack confidence. And it's not cocky. It's not, you know, "Ah, we're the best. They're just confident in who they are. They believe in themselves from, from McPherson. Telling his team, well, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game, boys. And then going out there and kicking it to Joe Burrow, who said, yeah, I didn't make a big deal out of making the playoffs because I expect to do this every year. And this is going to be a normal thing. To Jamar Chase saying, I, I think I'm the best receiver in football. And it's not an, it's, <laughs> Jen, I'm so sorry. And it's, yeah, and that's it. Behind, they're not scared. They're confident, but not cocky. I love that. I love that. And that goes a long way. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it, man. I, I'm i kind of glad that we're not having to watch Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs anymore. I'm kind of glad we don't have to see Tom Brady in the Bucks anymore. Uh, the Chiefs are kind of getting into that, all right, I'm sick of watching you territory. But you got the Rams, the Niners, the Bengals, and the Chiefs. That's your four teams left. Listen, if you're an NFL fan, this may not be the, the uh, most – beloved football teams, but at least it's some new blood in the playoffs and some new names and new teams in the Super Bowl, potentially, even if it's just one, even if it is a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Hey, c what's up, homie? Appreciate you. It's a great show. First time tuning in. Hey, thanks, man. Hit that follow if you can. I would appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, thanks for being here, man. Uh, we're about to talk some UFC 270 before we get out of here. I'm bouncing in about five minutes. All young QBs. That's the other thing, Potch. All young QBs, man. Good times ahead. All right, let's talk real quick. I just want to bring this up before we get out of here. Uh, okay, that's not. What the hell is happening here? That wasn't what I wanted. Real quickly, UFC 270. Francis Ngannou defeats Cyril Gaon by decision, folks. If you follow UFC 270 at all, you know how crazy that statement is, is that Francis Ngannou went to a decision against Cyril Gaon. Let me explain how crazy that is. After the comedy show, me and a couple of the comics at the at the Rookie Sports Bar here, and uh, 
they show the odds on the screen. And they show us, zoom out, they show us. They show us that Francis Ngannou is a plus 1,200. Plus 1,200 to win by decision. And I looked at the screen at my buddy Jesse Payton, who was headlining the show, and I go, damn, Jesse, that's crazy good value. He goes, twelve plus 1,200, Ngannou ain't winning by decision. I was like, he probably won't, but man, you throw 100 bucks on that plus 1,200 for him to win by decision because he could definitely win the fight. And you never know when you get two heavyweights together that both are slugging and both worried they're going to knock each other out. See, Ngannou, Derek Lewis, sometimes it just goes the distance because they're too scared to pull the trigger. See, Rashad Evans versus, uh, 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 damn, what's his name? Rampage Jackson. They get in and neither one of them wants to embarrass themselves. So it was possible that it happened in a plus 1,200. I'll take a flyer on that. And absolutely what happened is Francis Ngannou actually found a ground game. Where the hell he got that? I don't know. He started He started wrestling. He had some nice sweeps in there. Some jiu-jitsu sweeps. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Go, Francis. Do you, boo-boo. Surprisingly, though, it goes the distance. Cyril gone. Uh... Favorite and, and a and a crowd favorite. They were they you know, oh he's the most well rounded fighter in the heavyweight division now. Well, surprised a lot of folks that did go the distance. Uh, Co-main was good, but that's the only two fights I saw. What's up, Huddy buddy? How you doing, man? I'm good. Getting ready to bounce on out of here. The show is over. We uh, we do this every day from two to four. I want to invite you guys that are new if you haven't followed on Twitch. Please make sure you hit follow. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure you hit subscribe. And I want to remind you guys one more time. We are going to be moving off of YouTube full-time over to Twitch. So if you haven't made the transition yet and got your account created yet, better get over there. You got time right now watching on YouTube. We got 40, 37 people that need to go create accounts on Twitch. Get over there. I'm good, honey. My day is good, man. Thanks for popping in. Hit follow. See you tomorrow. All right. That does it. Another edition of Barry on Deck in the Books. I appreciate you guys for joining me. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for talking football. Thanks to Jenny, his mom, for joining me on the program. Thanks to Stephen, the weather guy, for the great weather update. A little oozy. Appreciate you. Hey, I don't know what you're going to do tonight for sports. Watch that Bill's Cheese game. That's all you can do. Thanks everybody in the chat for saying they had a good time. I appreciate you, Joel and Terry and Shelby and Mark. And Jay Bryan, tell them, man. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button for me. Let the algorithm know you enjoyed the show. I will see you guys tomorrow. And until I do, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. Russo, thank you for the follow, buddy.